Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Welcome to a Thursday, February 9th edition of the DC Daily Drop, also known as Lego Batman Day. Uh, <laughs> I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. Today we've got a bunch of different news on DC movies, actually, as we get ready to watch the Lego Batman movie. Um, first up is there was Mark Hughes released an article on Forbes, a bit of an update about the Batman and the DCEU. Uh, it's a good article. We won't get into all of it. It's a lot of um, some behind the scenes stuff, some conjecture, some sources of his, but sort of the notes we're going to take away is the Batman will possibly slash probably get another full rewrite um, beyond the Chris Terrio one. So he, he sort of says that you know with the new director coming on board then they'll likely want their own own script and own take on it they might keep some of the story elements uh the if i had to guess i would say they'd probably keep the basic format keep deathstroke as a villain and some of the other stuff but they'll rework some things that's my interpretation of what uh mark thinks uh and the other interesting part was that the original script included joker and many of the other villains many other batman villains yeah with the the sirens movie being the gotham sirens being uh announced i i think there's less of a chance the joker especially the jared leto joke joker shows up in the batman movie i think they're going to use him in that and maybe not use him in the batman movie and i'm okay with that um i don't know i i think there's been enough big storylines with joker in solo batman movies that i think if they want to differentiate a little bit more they can just stay clear of that but i mean i wouldn't be upset if joker was in it i just i'm okay with him not being in it i think he still could be i I don't think there's any reason he couldn't be in both yeah um personally i want to see more of jared leto's joker and i definitely want to see i think he's joker can show up if he's not the main villain in a batman movie he could show up as a foil at some point and i think we should i personally want to see what happened to robin and what joker had to do with that if nothing else um so hopefully we'll see we'll see that in the future yep uh and so the the article goes on for a while about basically just like ben affleck was really really working hard doing a lot of stuff had his feet in a lot of different projects and just there's all kinds of reasons why maybe he stepped away and there's a, a nice quote that i thought from Marcus. i thought it was nice from Marcus. it said everyone had their own reasons there were unforeseen events there were unintended consequences and there's the simple fact everyone involved are human beings who get tired and change their minds sometimes and have to respond to realities around them and i think a lot of times like especially as a fan of movies or just like we kind of look at celebrities like they're not people like we are but i mean they have stressful jobs and they're still people and they still need to be unstressed at some point and so it's much, like under- much more stressful jobs or, oh yeah for sure <laughs> um so yeah yeah they're well paid but imagine not being able to go outside with your kids without being photographed and not being able to uh talk about a movie you spent two years working on without being asked about a different movie i can i uh, definitely understand what that's about um so yeah it's not totally shocking he stepped away i'm not I'm not as heartbroken as, as everyone else now that I've had some time to think about it with Ben Affleck not directing. I wanted to see a Ben Affleck directed Batman movie, but I don't think he's the only one who can do a great one. Mm-hmm. Um, so if he 
you know, if he didn't feel like he could make one, I I don't have a problem with him stepping away. I would I would be more disappointed if he stepped away as an actor. Um, but again, I think we're going to be seeing another Batman movie sometime soon, and they're going to get great talent behind it. So I'm not worried about that. Yeah. Uh, later in in Mark Hughes's article, he goes on to talk about you know the possibility of uh, something we'll get to later. David Ayer has wrapped filming on Bright. Um, so a lot of conjecture on when he could start get digging into Gotham City Sirens. So um, that's a Netflix film. There's no release date other than 2017. He did wrap filming last week, I think it was, but it is a, I think it's described as a science fiction fantasy police film. And mm-hmm. what that means is there's probably a decent amount of um, special effects and everything that needs to go into it. So I'm assuming he'll have at least a couple more months of work into that. Um, so it, it wouldn't surprise me if, say, by summer, late summer, they start filming on Gotham City Sirens for a 2018 release. Um, but there's still some moving parts there, so we can't know for sure. What do you think? Do you think we could see it in 2018 yet? There is a, I mean, there's a, I think there's a slim possibility that we could see it in 2018. More likely that we see it in 2019. Cause that, I mean, that would be, that would be a pretty fast turnaround. But I guess like late, late in 2018 isn't totally out of the question. It's, it's like you said, it kind of depends on how much more work he has to do on the project he's wrapping up on Bright, like how involved and how much time it's going to take to do all the post production. So. I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't rule it out of being 2018. But if I had to put money on it, I'd guess 2019. Yeah, it depends. Really depends where the script is. Um, if it's ready to go, then they could start filming by the late summer and easily have a summer 2018 release. Um, so we'll see on that. But uh, along with what Mark said, he we got a question from Bobby Claus. One thoughts on the Batman, Gotham, and City Sirens, and Teen Titans coming out in 2019. Uh, that was a suggestion from mark to sort of make it the year of the bat and have the batman film gotham city sirens which is another bat family film and teen titans which he suggested including flash cyborg uh nightwing and batgirl and sort of making it the year of the bat have three batman related films um in 2019 is will be the 80th anniversary of the creation of batman and also the 30th anniversary of batman 89 what do you think about that zach yeah i mean almost all of the films that DC are putting out is going to have Batman in some shape or form. Even if we don't see Ben Affleck as Batman, uh, we're, we're going to see like maybe Nightwing or Batgirl or some some part of the Bat family. And it just it makes sense because that's what sells because Batman is the most popular DC character and he's got really great side characters and really great villains. Um, so I guess if if those three all came out in 2019 and it happened to fall on the 80th anniversary, that's cool. I don't think they planned it that way. I, I mean, I think they probably wanted Batman to come out earlier than that, but um, it, it's it would be just a cool thing that they could use for marketing. Yeah, I don't. I'm I'm not gonna take too much from that. I want to see Batman films, but I also want to see all the other right. DC characters brought to film. So, I, honestly, if it was a year of Batman, it might sort of bum me out to to like if we were just getting Batman related stuff for a year. Um, I want to see every all the other characters i want to see more wonder woman superman and i want to see the obscure characters too so yeah um, i want to see green lantern core man yeah and so i wouldn't be bummed if if we got i mean obviously it'd be great to get those three films but i wouldn't be bummed if it was a different configuration yeah 
Yeah, I don't know how close they are to Teen Titans. I don't think I don't know if that would come out in 2019. I I see that coming further down the road, but that's just me. Yeah, well, well Mark's sort of suggesting um, turning the Flash, you know, he the Flash right, film yeah. and the Cyborg film, sort of combining them and then just turning it into a full blown Teen Titans film instead of separate. Which I don't know. I don't consider Flash to be part of the Teen Titans, so that would be weird. Um, right, exactly. Maybe if maybe if Kid Flash was thrown in there and Flash and Cyborg were kind of the mentors to the Teen Titans, yeah. um, it could work. But uh, yeah, I don't really yeah, know what the issues are with the Flash movie, but I think that has the opportunity to be one of the best solo films because they could do a really good, funny, comedic superhero movie with the Flash. So I'm I hope that they still do it as a solo film. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think so too. And he's one of the bigger characters. Um, I think I heard somewhere describe someone describe it as potentially being like Back to the Future of superheroes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> which I mean, that just shows you how awesome a Flash story could be. Um, so I wouldn't mind seeing something like that. All right. Well, in other news, Haley Bennett. We haven't talked about this yet, but she could be teasing a role as Catwoman, or it could just be nothing. Um, she is an actress most recently in The Magnificent Seven and The Girl on the Train. Uh, basically, she posted some pictures on Instagram so people think maybe she's Catwoman. Uh, she yep. posted an actual <laughs> photo of a of Catwoman, and she's cut and dyed her hair, and she, like, said meow. Yeah, she, she posted a picture stuff. of sushi and said meow. Yeah, um, which, I mean, that could just be a Super Troopers reference <laughs> more, more than anything. But... <laughs> Do you think there's anything to this, Zach? Uh, no. I don't okay. know. I, <laughs> maybe, maybe, I don't know. It doesn't really matter. Like, I I will be, I haven't seen her in anything, so I don't really have, I can't form an opinion. Yeah, me either. Um, about whether I do or don't want her to be Catwoman. I want to see Catwoman, so if there's a <laughs> person who wants to play Catwoman, that's good. Yeah, I think she's either been cast as Catwoman or she will never play Catwoman because yeah, <laughs> if you do this and you're not the character already, you just basically eliminated your chances of playing the character. Right. It go, it's the Sterling K. Brown argument for me. Like, I really want him to play Green Lantern, but he also really wants to play Green Lantern and tweets about it. And so he's not going right. to get to do it. <laughs> it's, it's fine if he wants to play the character. Just don't tell anyone publicly because that, that just doesn't work and it kind of it doesn't look good um she's apparently a good actress i don't i don't know um so i don't have any thoughts maybe she cut her hair because of her because uh, of us they wanted to test it out see how it looked or maybe she's got a different role or maybe she just felt like cutting her hair um, right and was inspired by catwoman uh this could mean anything so not much to take from it uh, a couple other quick things we've got today. Zack Snyder released on Vimeo yesterday. It was like a 12-minute behind-the-scenes sort of before and after video on Batman v Superman uh, about the special effects. Um, pretty cool if you're a fan of the movie and want to check it out. Yeah. It just, I, it just, I, yeah, I always like seeing these kinds of things, just seeing like what actually was real and the crazy amount of work that went into it. Like. One of the parts of it is the nightmare sequence. And there's like stuff that I would never have thought, like there's bodies on the ground and like trucks in the background. Like why didn't they just drive a real truck in? But <laughs> all that stuff is CGI, but it's it's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing what they can do now with 
digital and practical effects. Um, it, it always kind of makes me laugh when someone says, oh, that was obvious, that's bad CGI or something. Because when you're watching a film today, you really have no idea whether something is CGI or if it's practical. So, right. um, and 99% of the time, you can tell the difference anyway. Uh, so it's cool to see everything they sort of create and what's real and what's not in the movie. Yep. Uh, next up, Warner Brothers is moving forward with a plan to offer movies at home early. So like movies from uh, the box office, they're potentially 17 days after they get released for $50 for 48 hours. Um, but this would be none of their blockbusters. It would be like more their mid-budgeted adult drama movies that maybe don't draw quite as big an audience to uh, the movie theaters. Right. So we remember we talked, gosh, it's been a couple now, months ago now when this news sort mm-hmm. of first broke and everybody's saying, oh, we're going to be able to watch Justice League and Wonder Woman at home. <laughs> right. Uh, and we're like, well, no. This is... <laughs> so they talk about how blockbusters are sort of the thing that's working in the movie theaters now. And so this would be for the smaller, smaller films. I think uh, something like New Guy or The Nice Guys or some other, the mid, you know, the $50 movies or $50 million movies that um, are good, but people just not good enough to go out and, or not, not something that you think has to be seen in the movie theater. Right. Um, So like Zack Snyder films are awesome to see. Uh, They look different on a, big screen as opposed to your home tv um but some of the smaller films that aren't as special effects heavy or uh, action heavy it it doesn't make a difference to me whether i see it at home or in a movie theater so i think that's what those are going to be targeting yep so nothing to do with dc basically yeah (laughs) (laughs) uh and last up is just something from interesting from the time order tweeted out yesterday that consumers spent an estimated $4.5 $4.5 billion on DC Comics merchandise in 2016. That is a lot of Harley Quinn costumes. Yes, it is. <laughs> yep. That's, pro- that's probably, you know, $2 billion of it right there. Right. Harley Quinn Halloween costumes. Um, yeah. It, it just goes to show you, even if these films, even if some films, like, don't make a huge ton of money, like, WB is doing fine with DC, and they have... Yep. They they have all the reason in the world to keep making movies and TV shows and and everything else. So pretty cool. All right. Well, that's all we've got to, for today. We'll be back again tomorrow with our review. We'll have a non-spoiler and spoiler parts maybe of the Lego Batman movie. So go out and see it tonight and we can talk about it tomorrow. Thanks for listening and make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and DCDailyDrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.